I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect all the possibilities I expect positive energy I expect with no regrets I visualize it all, know what's coming, yeah I'm synergy, I reach every dream and love my enemies Everything here is a lesson, everything that comes to me counts as a blessing no. Good day, good day Good day world I'm Jay And I'm Aaliyah and, and this, this is, is homeschool no kids. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, you are so silly. Yes, we are here again. Thank you, thank you for joining us. We're Welcome back. Our updates on our analytics and whatnot and... We are, we're grateful for each listener that we have and all the support. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to the 5% in Japan. Arigato. <laughs> what? Is it Arigato? Was... Thank you in, in Japanese. I don't know. Oh, you way ahead of the game. I don't know. <laughs> all I know is Konnichiwa. Isn't Konnichiwa? Yes, Konnichiwa. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's that's. Just of my. Well, we're gonna brush up on our, on our. I know we need to now that we yeah, know nah. what we got. Uh, we got listeners across the world. We international. Yeah, that is exciting. But thank you, thank y'all all for um tuning in. Thank each and every one of you. We are grateful for our listeners. Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, I'm just happy that spring is here. Like, you know, the sun is out longer. Our weather is trying to catch up. You know, I, I have faith in spring that it's going to, you know, fight back something, come back <laughs> strong. But other than that, I mean, the days are going. Um, you know, we're putting in the work. I just feel like I have this momentum, you know, behind me. It keeps pushing me forward, having a positive mindset. And just feeling like, you know, everything is going to work out on, like, my own personal journey and then on my own, and on our homeschooling journey as well. Nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful here. Um, the weather is definitely going back up. So that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Life is life and beautifully. Um, grateful for each day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we really been trying to put in this work, though, for this expo, y'all. Like, yes. we want to bring, you know, we want to do something different. We want to bring something different to the table. I think this expo is going to be just out of this world amazing. And, um, yeah, like, we've been putting in work, trying to find donors, sponsors. And, you know, we're just asking our community, anybody, to share with their community, to donate, to sponsor, to help us out. Because we really are Speakers, doing this for the community. Exhibitors, yes. yes. We want everyone to be a part. Um, 
definitely for the collective. It's all inclusive. So definitely check out the website. And if you feel you have something to offer to it, um, even if it's not a monetary donation, we definitely appreciate time and energy um, on all regards. So please reach out if you would like to be a part. Yes. But in other news, I played tag yesterday again. And I don't feel too bad today. Like my hip, my right hip, little like little sore. It ain't too too bad, but like you know, still feel the after effects. It's not like when I played the first time since a, a long time I had played, and I was like barely walking and sitting down, making noises and stuff. So I'm really proud of myself and the progress. And I said I'm gonna be more consistent with my um my tag. I, t- I tell him, like, you know, because we played for a long time yesterday, so I really thought my body was going to be hurting. But I spent a lot of time hiding. I don't know if I told you that before, <laughs> but I do. Um, whenever I can, I'm hiding. Um, Morgan's always following me, so she definitely gives up our hiding spot a lot. And she actually, like, we hid from Kennedy for, like, a good 10, 10 minutes. Like, Kenny stopped playing. Like, she went and did something else. <laughs> And Morgan gonna go and turn around and tell her where we were hiding, girl. I'm so disappointed in you. Like, but we had little teams going on yesterday because Kenny had a friend who she had went to summer camp with last year and she saw her there. And so they ended up teaming up and me and Morgan was on the team. So it was pretty fun though. That's sweet. Kids love tag. Like, I just want to know why is that the favorite game for kids? <laughs> it really is. I mean, I guess because it's easy. It's like, you know, it don't take much effort. Um, but tag with adults is just like their thing. Like, it just feel like, oh, it's so much better with adults. First of all, it's because they be zeroing in on the fact that we run not as fast as <laughs> Lula like yo go after someone else like no she goes too fast she runs too fast like wait what (laughs) calculated tag yeah very calculated but I was out there yesterday girl I was giving them that work running like putting things in between us like I was very I'm very strategic with my tag very strategic because there's got to be a lot of breaks involved (laughs) got to be a lot of breaks but it was fun though. I enjoyed it. And it's so funny because I just noticed like every time somebody runs after you, you you smile, you're laughing. Like, yo, like, you really life are. Is funny. <laughs> yeah, like life is funny. Someone trying to get you. Like it's only funny during tag. It's not funny any other time. <laughs> right. Now it'd be hilarious. And the funny thing is, my daughter, she loves playing tag. Even when we in the house, I could just we could be in the in the bathroom and she like tag mommy. I'm like, girl, where am I gonna run? And we just tag, we literally touching each other. I'm like, tag, 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 and we just bust out laughing. Like it's just so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, tag is definitely um What's the whole classic? Like, it's never gonna go away. People are gonna be chasing each other for yeah, that's never going away. <laughs> centuries. Like, yes, tag. Right. We play Universal tag. Language. We play all types of tags. <laughs> yeah, they don't play freeze tag as much as I would like them to anymore. Like, I like really. <laughs> I like freeze. That's what I was freeze thinking me. about. Freeze, freeze tag. Me. <laughs> 
unfreeze me. No, don't un don't unfreeze me. <laughs> don't unfreeze me. Keep going. Keep going. Go save someone else. Oh, indeed. For a little bit. Like, I just need to catch my breath. Oh, what other little games do you find yourself playing? Like, now that you're an adult that you used to play as a kid with your kids, are there, are there any more? Um, I mean, they don't play hide and seek as much as I would like because I'm a, I'm a beast at hide and seek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rest time. But um, I'm the board games. You know, we're board little oh, gamers, yeah. so we play all the board games: Uno, Candyland, um, cards. Morgan is a little card shark. She always want to play Seven Up. Um, seven Up. Yeah, Monopoly. I want them to get to the, <laughs> the appropriate age for me to bring out that real Monopoly. You know, we're playing Monopoly Junior right now. And they don't know. I'm a beast. And, um, <laughs> like, reigning champion and it against anybody. Anybody <laughs> can get it. Like, please know, oh. listeners, you want to take that challenge? I can't, I played Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, don't really Look, I don't want to mess with you. <laughs> don't apply it to my real life. However. <laughs> On that board, on the board game, it's a different story. Somebody like All right, the block is hot, but um, yeah, um, all those like they don't. Yeah, Kenny. First of all, Kenny, when we're playing board games, Kenny could stand up the whole time we're playing board games. Like she's just that active. Like she doesn't <laughs> like to like sit still. It's so funny to see her like just doing everything looking at her reflection in the door um or in the tv like she's looking at her reflection and just like doing moves doing dance moves everything we played life the other day and I was just looking at her like yo <laughs> I've always since Kenny was like two I've always said I wish I could bottle up her energy and put it in the bottle and sell it um on the black market because it would do well <laughs> really well uh, that's I, hilarious I, and I've had plenty of people like say like oh gosh wish I had that energy oh gosh like yeah me too <laughs> like, it's like she depleted me and took it off um but yeah we play all the games I, I'm a gamer so I'm always play with them I feel like as long as they willing to play with me we're gonna play this is dope fun. I can't wait till my daughter gets to an age where we start to actually play like board games, board games. I've gotten her some board games, but she just want to do whatever she want to do with it. Like, like she really is not into doing instru- like reading instructions and stuff. That's just not her. Like she, she don't be feeling, she don't be feeling that. So, um, <clears throat> but I know as she get older, we'll probably be able to get into the board game. I think that'd be really fun and just teach her some of the little things. That, I was just thinking, like as we was talking about tag, like all the little games we used to. Like I used to play a lot of. Me and my cousins used to play like a lot of different games and stuff as um as kids and like just doing just little little songs and steps and stuff. And it's just like I can't I can't wait to um do like either try to teach her or see if even in her group of friends as she gets older, will it still be something that they do? Because I remember when I was a it teacher, is. we played um there was a game. What was a game where you um it wasn't 
like the kids they still do the double double this this that's what we was doing mm-hmm. as when i was a teacher uh, the miss great. mary mag they yeah. were doing all that they got some new stuff now girl though they i don't i don't know what it was i can't even tell you a line from it i was like oh shucks i ain't never heard that but they <laughs> they still do the classic ones too like you know the the ones that have been around for a long time they still do those um it's funny because my dad be doing um, Miss Mary Mack with the girls. <laughs> I feel like he's the one that taught them that. So it's very, that's very interesting. But <laughs> um, they still do the bubble gum, bubble gum in the dish um, when oh, trying really? to pick who's going to be it and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny be real calculated. She be doing what she's doing, girl. It's like, you can't sit and think about the number before you, you're supposed to just say the number, Kenny. Like, that is hilarious oh that's so cool it's just so fun to see you know kids still doing some of the things that we did as kids um because when like I said when I was teaching and my, and my students were playing double double this this double double that that I was like how do y'all even like that's something that I used like we used to just do when we was bored like let's just do double double this this <laughs> so like to see to see kids still doing that it's like oh you know it's, it's, yeah, it's, Kenny had me thumb wrestling the other day. I beat her <laughs> both hands. Thought she was like, if we switch, what? Kenny, I haven't different. done that Yeah, she had me thumb wrestling. <laughs> what I do see them like they like I observing the kids at the park. Girl, they be playing zombie games. They be playing like um, <laughs> little zombie. Like yeah, like kill. I'm gonna kill you. Like no, let's do tag. Nobody right. die. <laughs> like, right. die. Let's just keep it fun. <laughs> um, they do the Among Us. I don't know if you ever played Among Us. Girl, that's all I actually hosted. Yeah, we, we I hosted a game night um when I was in the classroom. I hosted a um little after school game night and we played Among Us and it was pretty dope. Like I had <laughs> never played it before, but I liked it. It was fun. Who's the imposter? Who's the killer? All this stuff. But they play that at the park too. So it, it's it's interesting to see some of the stuff that the kids are playing and doing now um that is different and I will say it's, it's a little bit more violent um, it, it definitely is <laughs> in my opinion it's a bit more violent and it just shows you what they they're taking in um especially yeah. among us because like I said my kids in fifth grade and sixth grade they loved that game and I didn't know I never knew what it was because I um I never I was like, okay, y'all, I'm gonna download it, but I never did. <laughs> I never did. Um, but they would say they would tell me about it. And um I would just be like, oh, okay, but I never got into it. And one day I did, we finally downloaded it. I sat down and I was like, oh wow, you actually gotta like, like you said, kill people and murder, <laughs> murder these characters and try to find out who the imposter is. And it's funny because even with educational games, they have those types of games, but it's not like you don't like they take the they take the explicit stuff out of it because even as a teacher I was playing it wasn't among us but it was among us where the kids had to find like who was the imposter and stuff like that and it was it was nice and it was set up like it but they didn't have to like murder anyone or kill anyone yeah. anything like that like, why somebody gotta die why why we gotta die I don't want I don't want anyone to die <laughs> right <laughs> you know, um totally totally different and it's funny because the kids they want to be the imposter like mm-hmm. they 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 want to be like they they legit want to be the imposter <laughs> yes a little mold like look at you right. yeah 
it's different. It's definitely different. It's cute though um, to see the games, um, even the ones that they create themselves, um, even if some of them are violent. I still just like the fact that they're playing games. Yeah. Because um, they d- could just be sitting around on their phone, which I do see some kids at the park like that. So that's not out of the question. Like, yeah, Yo, you came to the park to do that? But they did. And that's often, and I play my chess at the park and stuff. Um, whenever my kids aren't trying to list me in all their services, like push me on the swings, spend me on this and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, it's not what I came here for. <laughs> didn't, didn't come to, <laughs> to be a part of your, your play. Um, I actually just came to sit over here and do me. Or I, like now I've started doing laps around because it's like a nice little forest and stuff. So I'll do laps around the park on the outside of the gate. And that's cool. Oh, yesterday a lady was, um, she was upset because there were two dogs inside. And she was like, yeah, I'm just like, I can't believe someone would bring their dogs inside. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my girls are just over there petting them. <laughs> me, me being a neighbor. Yeah, my girls are just over there. They're very friendly. Like, yes, but they're not supposed to be inside the park. She's like, well, you know, you can't say anything to people nowadays. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Are, but the guy was very friendly um I spoke to him and stuff and he spoke to me um I, I he I felt like he would have been receptive to her um saying you know um I'm not a little uncomfortable with you having your dogs in the park and they were big dogs they weren't little dogs they were um one was a pit bull and the other one was something and she told me she was a veterinarian and that or that she worked at a vet I don't know if she was necessarily the vet but she worked at a vet and um she's been bit three times <laughs> oh wow I like her being by then but just like I don't know I I laugh a lot um but <laughs> she was like dogs are just very unpredictable which they are I do agree I always feel like the the wildest thing that people say is oh he don't bite and it's like oh like that one day that dog will be like oh I don't <laughs> let me show you something <laughs> let me show you right something. <laughs> all dogs bite yeah dog, I mean they got teeth like they, they can bite so I mean they're capable of doing these actions like is it something they're known for like oh he's never been anyone in my family like you could say stuff like that well right been anyone in my family but strangers approaching dogs and people not you know them dogs not knowing someone who's about to pet them or whatever the case may be something big and that's something that you know should be uh approached with like I tell the girls don't walk up on anyone's dog because right I always talk about Kenny being an animal lover. So every dog she sees, she's trying to pet. But she do the little sniff thing, let them sniff her hand first. And like she got a whole little protocol she follows. But I always like make sure that owner, the owner knows and acknowledges you as being okay. Right. Um, before you walk up on somebody's dog. Right. I don't want to see it happen to you, honey. I don't want to be there for that. Uh, it is possible but it was just funny that she was just telling me I'm just like yeah my girls were just over there petting them <laughs> like, like, but I know I, I know it's even this <laughs> the older lady it's like oh, my God, go 
tell them. Go talk about it. Because she said she was going to report it. And I'm like, well, who reported it to? But <laughs> is a park person you report something to? Because there's no there, there's no guards or anything out there. So I was just wondering, like, who her report was going to go to. Um, Parks and recreations. I know. And it's going to be after the fact. Like, ma'am, the dogs are here now. What are you going to do about it now? If you have an issue with it, go tell him about it now. Um, but they weren't, like, running around. They were definitely leashed. And they were just tied to the gate inside. He was playing with his son. So I, I, I got why. And, you know, dogs, like, enjoy being outside, too. But it isn't that... It, there is a sign on the gate that definitely says no dogs, no dogs allowed in the park. <laughs> I think he knew that. Or he probably just didn't see the sign because honestly and truly, it's hilarious. Like when we went to the zoo park, when I took Kai to the Tiger World, there was a sign on the gate that said don't feed the animals. And we just looked right past that. And we was feeding the animals. We was we feeding the animals, right? The animals. <laughs> and then I looked at the sign. I was like, yeah. well, I didn't feed the animals. My husband fed the animals, right? Oh, and I looked goodness. at the sign. I was like, it say don't feed the animals. And we just slowly Contraband. walked away. <laughs> right? It's like, some, it's like something you see in a movie. It was so funny. <laughs> yes. It said you got a sign out there, too, about not feeding the wildlife. Uh, Look, read all the signs at the park so you know. Right? Right? <laughs> Too many instructions. Like we just came outside. We just came outside to be outside. Don't don't give us things that we can and cannot do right right now. Yeah. My daughter, she wants to talk to us while we're having this um this podcast. But it's so funny, um, how this week. And it's, you know, it's spring. And I just, like I said, I feel like I have this momentum. But this week, I have been really focusing on just decluttering. Like, I started this decluttering process. But I'm just realizing that we have so much stuff. Like, I'm just trying to get rid of stuff. And it feels like every time I'm, you know, getting rid of stuff, there's more stuff that I didn't see. There's more stuff that I need to get rid of. Or there's more mess that is being made as I'm trying to clean up. And, um, like, nobody really ever... <laughs> talks about how parenting is so messy and it has really been a process for me to like declutter like it's and and it's it's crazy because it's like I can't like if my house is too too dirty because I can I can let things go especially if I'm like yeah this mess is gonna be there like this if I clean this up I just know that it's gonna be right back messy so like but when it's just when I feel like I'm getting to a space where it's just too much stuff, it's too cluttered, it's too, the, you know, I'm, I, my brain space is just off. So yeah. I've been really just trying to declutter stuff because it really seems like I'm cleaning up messes. And it's not even just me, me and my, like, we're cleaning up every single day, like every day. And it's like, yo, <laughs> it's kind of crazy at this point. <laughs> No, I I totally understand. Um, You know, I'm more on the minimalist type like lifestyle right now. So I I did a huge declutter before we moved to Arizona. And it's just been beautiful um, because the girls like just that being I have pictures in my phone of just their stuff. They had so much stuff so much stuff and it's just like why do we have all this and I promise you and I tell I used to tell people I don't be buying it other people buy it right 
like I did not supply much of the stuff that they had like probably like good 80 percent of the stuff that they had I did not purchase that stuff like right. it came from outside sources and it's just to see how much accumulation like just two little people like I mean when we moved what they were four, four well five and um what five and eight five and seven yeah five and seven why do you have so much stuff like why does it require so much to for you to live at such an early age and I feel like parents do like I I don't know I didn't I had stuff but I didn't have that much stuff like when it came to the decluttering and actually looking and seeing who had the most stuff I really feel like Kennedy was top top notch everything like as far as having everything so yeah we let go of a lot of stuff and when we moved to Arizona it it was better like it was better um as far as like my like you said when it's a bunch of stuff around and it's like you're cluttered your mind is cluttered also because you're always constantly thinking about what you need to do and how you got to clean this up fix this up do this stuff and are messy in general like they just they do a lot and I feel like you know people be talking about boys versus girls like it's no such thing like your kid is your kid they gonna do what they do because my girls are messy client is messy yo Kenny like I had to look at Kenny yesterday and just like yo you just like doing stuff (laughs) you just like seeing what all you can do with like they were um Yesterday we painted. Um, that's how it started. We started with paint. Um, ah, then that quickly went to they wanted to do. I had bought this little backyard experiment kit from Michaels, and um, it has like uh, I think like fifty activities in there that they can do in the backyard and whatnot. And oh, they course they want to flip through the books see what they can do in this they went to start collecting dirt samples then they went and got a lake sample um to look at the specimen because it got a microscope in there then kenny wanted to add this water to that water then she wanted to dig out the mud and look at the mud samples then of course she got to touch it then when all is said and done she got to go rinse off and uh, i asked her to rinse off the cups girl kenny come back she's soaking wet and then asking if she could play in the sprinklers. It's like, yo. <laughs> it's it's continued. Like it's it's never ending as far as like what they do and how they do it and when they want to do it. Like they had me buy a diet soda yesterday so we could do this experiment that's in the book today. And I already know that's gonna be a mess, but it's gonna be outside, so that's different. But kids are messy. Kids are messy. Um, I don't know. Could just be our kids. I'm just saying, like, you know, we can't generalize. It maybe us. Maybe <laughs> us. Maybe, you know, us and this gentle parenting and letting them be free and all this good stuff. It's that's what the mess is about. I don't know. But <laughs> I just know. I definitely mind. feel like, I mean, I can hold myself accountable and say that, you know, um, a lot of the spaces in my house, I definitely, like, you know, it definitely falls on, you know, me or 
my husband to make sure that those spaces are clean. But when it comes to the mess, it's like Kaya is the mess maker. Every room in the house, she's made mess. Like, I, I mean, I'll say like, okay, for me, us, it's more so like laundry, like, you know, trying to keep up with a laundry routine and trying to keep up with a dish, you know, washing the dishes and stuff. But this stuff, this mess on the floor, clothes everywhere, toys everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Just throwing stuff. Like, kids literally, well, my kid will literally take a whole toy box of something and just dump it out on the floor. And then, you can't say, like, just dump it out. And <clears throat> I have been, I really have been, like, and we've been practicing this for a long time. And I don't know when it's going to come, but I'm trying to have a growth <laughs> mindset, okay? I'm tr- I'm really trying to, you know, it'll come when, but I really, like, we've been practicing cleaning up messes for a long time. The cleanup song don't work. I can clean up, clean up. She will sit there and watch me clean have up. Have you seen the little <laughs> remix? There's a, have you seen Jewel TV? Jewel, J-O-O-L TV? Girl, they got a little cleanup it. song. Girl, it's some <laughs> trap music. Like, it's like got a little beat. Let's get him hype. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, oh, shucks. I'll clean up with this. Hey, like, I might need to play that. Yeah, shut them out. Um, I was looking, I was, of course, doing research into who like made it and all that stuff, created it. It's a little family and it's pretty, it's it's really dope. My nephews okay. were watching it. Well, my great nephews, they were watching it. Um they they weren't implementing the cleanup song either. I was say, girl, was they cleaning up? Girl, no. <laughs> but just like, and just like you said, like just so much like. It's like, do we need all this stuff? Like, right. how many how many outfits does your child need? How many, like, right. you know, how many pairs of shoes does your children need, really? Um, like I said, when we when we moved from Arizona, I let go of a lot of stuff. And I did put some things in storage, um, like memorabilia stuff and, like, things that I want my girls to have when I'm no longer around, stuff like that. And then I have school stuff and all that good stuff. However, for the most part, I got rid of a lot of stuff like clothes wise, I gave it away. Shoes wise, I gave it away. Um, And even now I'm so conscious of the purchases that I'm making. It's just like, is this necessary? What am I going to do with this? Where am I going to put it when I'm done with it? Like, you know, things of that nature, like even with thinking about buying that um, little science kit that I got them. I liked it because it has a good storage bag and everything goes in this little Ziploc bag that it's already came in and everything. So it's like, okay, I'm just like, so like mindful now of what are we going to do with this stuff? Like, especially with us trying to, you know, transition into our RV right now. It's like, okay, all this has been going with us. What are we going to do with this stuff? So moving, when we moved to Arizona, that was just a freeing moment for me um, because of all the stuff that we released, all the stuff that we let go. So even, even though like the girl's room had like, it was still a mess, like. You don't have that much stuff. And then with us moving, I recognized just how much my girls don't play with toys for real. Like they'll play with some dolls. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't even know how the, the toys get accumulated back up in the manner that they do because we gave right. away most toys before we left. But then it's like all these toys just kept coming and it's like, yo, how do y'all get all this stuff? So like, 
I've downsized it to a bag. Like we have a bag of toys that we carry with us now. And they don't, they don't touch half of it. So I'm about right. to go through that bag and get rid of some more stuff. Um, yeah, no, I don't feel like life has to be that complicated. And I actually watched the um minimalist um little documentary on Netflix. Uh these two guys, like they're very known for, I guess, I don't know if they come in your house and help you downsize and whatnot, but either way, like they're they're really big on the um, being a minimalist and all that stuff and um they I forgot the number but I want to say no nah, I'm not even gonna throw a number out just you have they said the average household has thousands and thousands of like items in their house. Stuff. I believe yeah. it man because it's like and that's why I'm, mm-hmm. when you just accumulate stuff over the years like we've been in this house for almost five years now and like this mm. year is the year that we actually just started to start to start decluttering. I think we decluttered like twice this year and we still got so much stuff. It's like, yo, and like you said, most of the stuff that Kaya has, we didn't even buy. Like we still got stuff from from her baby shower. <laughs> we still got really? stuff from her baby shower, like people buying her stuff. And it's so hard to say no, because I do be wanting to say like, she don't need that. Like, but people get offended. Like some people will get offended oh, if you no. say no, I don't. I don't think she need that. She don't need that. Like even when I wasn't trying to have birthday parties, because I felt like, it. right? You know, like these exactly. It's a lot of stuff that she just don't use, and it's like yo. And then I be feeling bad because I'm like, I I be feeling bad throwing it away because I'm like, dang, they gonna call me and ask me about it. <laughs> they gonna call me. Yes, like, hey, I mean, give it away. I'm. I'm. You know, I always. I. I believe in recycling. Recycle, reduce, reuse. So I give things away. Like, I, and I've done that since I was a, a kid. And my mom used to get mad because she used to give me the little Goodwill bag and ask me to put like stuff that I couldn't fit no more in there and all that good stuff. And girl, next thing you know, my half my closet in there and some of the pants I still may be able to still fit. But however, it's like. Them. Like being right. able to fit them and you actually wearing them is two different things. And I'm so cool on just having a good two weeks worth of clothing. Yes. I'm good with that. Um, like I see people like be saying they don't do laundry for like over a month and stuff. I'm like, yo, how sway? Like, and then you wonder like why the laundry piles up in the manner that it does, and then you're not able to when you are doing it you're not trying to fold it so it's just like you got this pile of clean clothes and you got this pile of dirty clothes and then some sometimes they they merge into one pile and then you end up washing clothes all over all over again yeah look you came to my house so i can't even (laughs) listen look you came to my house you see my laundry (laughs) i said girl we're gonna have to end up doing this laundry all over again Oh, uh, when we were at my nephew's, um, like, and like I told you, he got, he has four, he has four boys, um, from ooh. newborn to five and they have a lot of stuff, you know, him and his wife, like it's, it's what, that's six people. They have a lot of stuff, like clothes wise. I could just imagine like two, a week worth of clothes for them is a lot. Like that's a lot. That's six different outfits each day that you know that is accumulating and it's just like 
I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> we really don't need all this stuff, though. And I mean, I'm starting to realize that now, like I said, it's been a couple years that we've been here. And I'm just like, yo, we don't need all this stuff. We got too much stuff. We don't need this stuff. And I've always been a type of person. Um, well, I'm not gonna say I've always been, but I definitely have been transitioning to this person where it's like, we don't, I don't need a lot. Because I definitely came from like, I think I made a post about this where I used to be like a shopaholic, a thriftaholic. thriftaholic. I used to just buy stuff, man. Like I used to just like I, I I really feel like you know I may have been a hoarder, low key, because I just had (laughs) I had so much stuff. Like in college, my closet was full with stuff, and I never felt like I had enough. Like I'm like, nah, I need to go thrifting again, get this, this, this. It's so much stuff I can find, so much stuff I can accumulate, and it was just like, yo. Um, I learned my biggest lesson when I lost all my stuff, though. Um, mm. I had to put my stuff in storage. I had got evicted in college, my last year of college. I got evicted and I was homeless, girl. And I had to put all my stuff in storage. And when I was about to graduate or something like that, I remember calling my aunt to see if she could come get my stuff. And when I went and looked at my storage, everything had been rained on. It was, like, messed up. All the stuff I had, I had so much, I had a lot of dope stuff. Like, I had just accumulated. Aww. Yeah, and it was just rained on. It was messed up. And th- in that moment, I realized, like, like it hurt me because I was like, yo, like, I, I really loved all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, like, it was something that I didn't need it. And if I really needed it, I would get it back, you know. And over life, over time, I've definitely gotten a lot of the things that I lost back. Now, there are some things that I feel like I'll never get back, but I've learned to let go. Because there are some things that you'll just never, never will return, never will get back. You And you probably don't even need them. And, yes, you'll miss it. But once you realize the space that it was cleared, the space that was cleared in your life, you can keep moving forward. And I feel like a lot of that stuff. I mean, it was physical, but I feel like spiritually it was, you know, holding me back. I feel like, um, you know, and it was a lot of things that I just needed to let go of and not be so materialistic. And I really used to be a materialistic person. I think, it, you know, just from my upbringing, my background, stuff like that, um, <clears throat> and like being the only child, I definitely feel like I used to be materialistic. And, you know, going through that journey of like realizing that I don't need stuff. Because I don't know if you've ever felt like that as an only child, but I just would feel like those things fill the void of, like, being lonely, I guess. Um, And so, yeah, like, just having that, all that removed out of my life um, and now being here, I'm realizing, like, yo, I'm at a point in time where I have to declutter again. I'm realizing, like, okay, you know, um, it's time to let some things go. You don't want to get back into that same um, you know, like feeling of you can't let things go. Cause I felt like that's, I couldn't let it go. That's why I held on to it. That's why I put it in storage when I should have just, you know, gave it back, you know, like you said, give mm-hmm. back or let it. And I, and I didn't, you know, I decided to keep it and put it in storage and then it was all destroyed. So it was just like, you know, I learned a lot from that. I really did. And I keep that lesson with me a lot. And that's why I realized like, yo, we got, we got way too much stuff. It's time to like, you know, declutter. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's an important lesson that we can learn just in parenting in general. It's like decluttering whether it's our house yeah, or it makes it easier. It really right. does. And it's funny because my friend used to call me an organized hoarder. Um, because and I and the thing is, Leah, the stuff that I was keeping was like memorabilia. Like I have birthday cards from eons ago, like <laughs> I was like bag on five, maybe. 
I don't know, however, like, I, I don't know, I kept that a lot of things that meant something to me as far as like you know who they came from I still have notes that I used to pass in the classroom right look I'm not gonna hold you that is one of my things that's in stores like I have a bag full of notes but I also said I was going to create a book out of them um like I don't know I just have a little vision with those but I have I I used to keep things of that nature me being I was never materialistic um in the sense of oh I need this or like getting acquiring things and I, I don't know I don't know if that's because of me seeing materialistic people and me knowing that that wasn't really how I wanted to hold or, and carry myself because I just knew items were items and like I told you I used to give away clothes that I still had tags on them and stuff my mom be like yo what are you doing like, <laughs> like hey it, it is what it is I felt like and I've always felt like Whatever you give is going to come back. One thing that I did hoard and I had a big, big, big thing when I did give them away was my books. I had kept books. I had books since I was a teenager and I had been like that was anytime I moved, that was my heaviest possession. Like that was the heaviest thing that you had to move. Biggest thing like books, 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 books. And I gave them away. I dropped them off, like I gave them to like different, um, like I went and gave them to different like sources, like people who I felt would do something with them. Um, and that was a big thing for me, girl, because I read books over, like I'm, I read a book over, it's like watching the TV show over. I read, a, I will read a book over. So that was a big deal for me. And I was really proud of myself. But once I let them books go, I said, oh, I could let anything go. Like, right. All the time. right. <laughs> everything could go <laughs> maybe even you yeah <laughs> like, it yes. goes, right yeah everything can go um and so I don't know it, it is a growth thing with letting material things go um I will tell you something that still kind of affects me and it was my mom giving away and that and that's the thing too and like I told you being present in my mom's house like it just reminds me of like spaces I don't want to hold within myself and things I don't want to do to my kids and respecting them when they say that something means a lot to them but girl I have been collecting Allen Iverson stuff since Allen Iverson was in college okay I mm. love Allen Iverson and just in case any of y'all know him please let him know I still love him and we can still be together there's still time but <laughs> um I love him um, and I, I had all his magazine covers. I had um, when like Foot Locker and all the stores would put like the big posters up. I would go ask them for those posters. Like, yo, can I get that? Like, I'll pay for it. And I like, I, I had like two of them. <laughs> like, I just had a whole container full of Island Iverson stuff that I had left at my mom's house when I left. She gave that away. She 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 did something with it. I will just say she did something with it because I mm. the mystery is still there as far as what she actually did with it. Just know it's not here anymore. Mm. And that hurt. That hurt my whole little heart. Like, mm. oh my gosh, I have to like, I love him. Don't you understand that? <laughs> did you not understand, like, Mom? Did you not understand that? Like, we're like, that's like, it's like. 
Oh, but he's, and when I tell you Alan Iverson is the only person I've ever fanned over, like that is like my only, when he stopped playing basketball, I stopped watching basketball. <laughs> That's how deep it was. Deep, right, so, deep. You play no more. <laughs> you lost, you lost the viewer, okay? No longer am I partaking in this sport. I couldn't name you five, it, like, rel- like, recent NBA players today, if you ask me to. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a big thing for me. And then what I did turn around and do, I gave away to a Kenny's little like stuffy things that she said like I didn't know they meant so much to her until after I had gave them away but she expressed to me like after the fact this is when we were in where we were moving I gave them to um one of my former students she had a a one-year-old and I gave them to her daughter and Kenny was like why would you do that I was just like well I mean you have so many of them I didn't think like that that meant something to her and she expressed that it did and so it, it like made me have to like reflect and like mm-hmm. like remember like you don't want anyone feeling like how you felt when your stuff was given away so make sure you check with them before like you just go about giving stuff away or at least invite them into the process, process of giving. Yes. yeah and so that was like a learning moment for me and a, re- a big reflection moment for me because I don't I don't want them to feel like their feelings don't matter towards their stuff, even if they didn't pay for it or anything. It's their stuff. Yes. And they should be included in the decluttering of and understanding like, you know, what it means to be able to give something to someone else. And they do now, like they give away stuff so freely, like just like you shouldn't like i've included my daughter in the deep the decluttering process so we have tried to clean out her um when y'all came to our house that was the first that was like the second declutter of um of our of her toys that i've done (laughs) and so the first time i did it i just was like yo i was so frustrated i was like i'm throwing stuff away i threw so much stuff away so much stuff that she actually like you would play with like she actually now that I'm thinking about it that would have been something great to keep but I didn't ask her I was just throwing stuff away and one day she came up to me and she asked me like where is my such and such and I didn't think that she would remember because I'm like yo she don't be playing with this stuff you know and I was like where's your who (laughs) where's your what now and so I was like you know what the next time I'm gonna include her in that process so the next time we did it um, I got a bag and I was like, Kyan, you know, this we're gonna keep this stuff. Keep means it stays here in the house, and we're gonna give this stuff away. And give away means it's gonna be leaving the house. And I said, you can. I'm gonna ask you, you know, do you want to keep or do you want to give away? And you need to let me know. And she did. I was very proud of her because she was giving stuff away. Like she was like, give away, give away, give away. Uh, and I was like, okay, you starting to give. And then I was thinking she was giving <laughs> too much stuff away. But then she was like, keep, keep. She started doing keep. So I was like, well, maybe she actually really knows. Like she knows what okay. she wants and what she doesn't want to keep, you know? So, I mean, like you said, it was just a beautiful lesson to be like, yo, like include kids in these important choices that you're going to make about them, yeah, you know? Awesome. Like at yeah. least let them have, you know, a little say, like, you know, yeah, because I sometimes, was a whole adult and my mama didn't call and tell me nothing. She could have told me to come pick up my Iverson container. I would have come <laughs> and got it. I would have drove right to Florida and be like, yo, let me get that. Let me get let that. I think that's important. Kid choice is important. And I don't think that it meant, I don't, I, just, I don't feel like the age 
matters. Like we should start really young with giving kids choices so that they, they know that they have the power to choose because yeah. that's what I hear a lot of adults now even saying that they don't have the power to choose their lifestyle. And I'm like, we all have choices, you know? And Always. I think that starts as a kid Always. where we as kids, kids don't get choices, you know? Like they really don't get choices. Um, and as a teacher, that was something I love to do. I'm gonna give you a choice. You can do this, 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 or this. Yeah. Okay, one of these things you can do, and it's gonna be the same. It's gonna it's gonna measure the same thing. I just need you to do one of these things that you like to do, and I'm gonna grade it. Okay. And um, it's so funny that you say that because I feel like because I lack so many choices as a kid, like my mom, like she literally, like will not hold back. She made me do a lot of things like that I did not want to do. <laughs> like, and so maybe that is with you saying, because I'm really big on choices now. Like I've been big on choices since adulthood. Like every, like you said, everybody has choices. Always, always, always. I like to provide choices. Like even with my girls and like you said, in the classroom, I used to provide choices. Like, hey, you just got to choose this one thing. Like you don't have to have this. Oh, this it has to be this way. No, I'm going to give you about two, three, four different ways to do something or things that you can do or whatever the case may be, because when I was a child, I didn't have those choices. And I don't think my mom really has ever really reflected on that or understand just how, how much she controlled so many aspects of my life in regards to what I wanted to do or didn't want to do. Mm. And I don't know if I shared the gymnastic story before up here, (laughs) I tell it to a lot of people. But mm. I used to, I, when I was like nine, I went to my mom and asked her um, to sign me up for gymnastics. My mom said, no, like, no, you gonna play basketball. You too tall to, play, to mm. be a gymnast. And I'm like, too tall. Like, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> Not even knowing you could have been the best in the world. I didn't know that it was there a high requirement for this, but yeah, she shut me right on down and signed me up for basketball, a sport that I was so awkward in all the way up until, like, I feel like I play better now as a basketball player than I did when I was a teenager and an wow. um, adolescent because I didn't want to play. Like, like, I did not want to play. And my mom still equates that with, like, my inner, like, it's so weird, like, just to hear her talking, like, it's like, you really don't listen to anything I say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He just keeps showing me that all the time. Like, this is not right. Like, where are we? But yeah, because of the lack of choices that I had as a uh, um, as a child, I'm really big on choices now. Really, really big on choices. Um, really big on making sure people know they have choices. Really big on providing choices. Just everything. Um, reminding myself always like choices like the choice is yours it really is yes you have the power to choose and that's something that I would try to um tell my students all the time and that's why I would do like the little choice boards and little bingos and stuff that they can pick because I'm like I mean you have you can choose right you can choose the path that you want to go down you can choose the choices that will get you to move forward in life all those things are choices and you have to realize that and if we don't give kids choices at a young age I mean how will they ever even know that they have a choice a voice how would they you know like how are they able to build confidence I think that's something that's so important in building confidence is like giving choice Choice. giving choice is super important and this book that I'm reading girl the bluest eyes 
I don't know when you're supposed to read this book. I felt like it would be appropriate in high school, but there is some stuff in this book that I don't even know if it's appropriate for high school. But um, I feel like I read that in college. Um, I read The Bluest Eyes on as a requirement, and I feel like it was in college. Not okay, in, good. Um, college level is good. It's not for high schoolers, but um, yeah, I was reading the book, and that's what it talks about. Like The Bluest Eyes talks about how and she's specifically talking about within the African-American family and community, how parents don't really see their children for them, like see them, see them. And the way that the story is explained, you can tell that the parents don't really truly understand and they're not doing the self-reflecting and healing that they need to do. And the children and how it's impacting the children and their confidence. And, and like how they view themselves. And it's it's a powerful story. I'm almost done. I've been reading this book. I'm legit almost done. Um, and I just, re- and this book really opened my eyes too about like just how to carry myself, like the things that I say, the small things I say, you get what I'm saying? Yes. Th- just anything yes. like things that I say that may affect my child because there's so much, like you said, how your mom said you were too tall for gymnastics. And I'm not saying that that, that plays a, a part in your confidence and things like that, but as a kid, though, like it not do, now, because like, you telling me I'm too tall for something like, <laughs> like my something that I have no control over. You're making it right. a defect. You're literally making it like an issue, um, a defect. Like I'm, I'm defective because I'm too tall. I'm tall, and so, so much so that no, you, you got to play basketball. Like that's that's your only option. No other sports, just basketball, because that's the way the tall people go. Like. <laughs> Right. Yeah, no, it was definitely a, um, it was definitely like, but there's plenty of things like my mom has said or, or like she doesn't recognize like, but as an adult, I'm able to see and understand that it's just something she's not capable of for real, like in recognizing what she's saying and how she's saying it. She's not reflecting on any of those words. Um, really and it's it's wild to see and hear I she had told my um my great niece that she talked too much and I'm like no she doesn't don't tell her that I said she talks a lot yes um Kennedy talks a lot however don't tell a child that they talk too much and then they'll shut up and don't want to talk anymore and then Mm -hmm. what I and you know like even with me saying that because she was yes she does she does talk to me I'm like no she doesn't like she wanted to go back and forth with me about that and it's just like Right, it's all about the. You hear yourself, right? It's all about those small things. Like this book is legit all about the small, the little things that you say about your child, their personality, like how you even treat them. Like these, I remember this one boy. His his like his aunt had died in the book. His aunt had died, um, and like when his aunt had died, he was getting all this love from the family. But after everything had passed away, it was like. They didn't include him in no decisions. They just told him, okay, you're going to go live here. You're going to do this. And you're going to nothing. Like there was no choices. And he just felt like he didn't have a voice. And there was many different scenarios. That's not just even one. But um, there's many different scenarios in this book where it's like the parents don't even consider the child at all. Like they could be talking junk on the phone about the kid, the kid right there. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? They could be working. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they could be working and then disrespect their child in front of their coat, like in front of they, the people that they're working. It's so many different things 
And I was just like, wow, this makes so much sense as to why you see a lot of like, you know, like why you see these like confidence issues and these like people, like people who um, they self-hate. Like that's really what this book is all about, self-hate and how by not, you know, maybe getting that love and uh, that the what you need from your parent, whatever you need from your parent, not getting that, it can lead to self-hate. Like that's what this book is all about is real yes ma'am it, it takes a lot to um to do different um when that those are the cards that you've been dealt um but that's with the healing process that parents have to take within themselves like yes. and understanding that you don't want to continue those cycles remembering how it made you feel like reflecting on that and growing from that because that's the big thing for me because of me knowing and, and being aware and conscious of my feelings as a child and how I felt in different experiences, different circumstances, situations, and how I was handled by my parents. I know I don't want to make my children feel like that. So I'm yes. very, very conscious of my actions and being able to say, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Or I apologize for stating that that way or not doing that or not including you or, you know, whatever the action is, I apologize. Um, because that's something I didn't, I didn't get. I didn't get apologies. I didn't get um, recognition of my feelings. I didn't get, yes. um, you know, just feeling like, you know, my, my thoughts mattered in regards to my life <laughs> right you know um and that's why I'm always like you know trying to express and remind parents that we're not here to control our kids we're not here to be the yes or no for them we're not here to di dictate what they do or how they do and when they do like we're yes. not here for that we're really not um I I don't know I'm just trying to break the cycles really and I know I, I'm I, like what I'm doing is work because I hear them talk about what they're going to do with them their kids and how they what you know like stuff like because Kenny always talking about her and her future kids always <laughs> girl can't wait to be a mom until she become a mom then it's gonna be like oh, can I drop her off in your house like, uh -uh, girl mm -mm, you asked for that uh-uh keep that but <laughs> Um, maybe that should be a next uh podcast like the realities of motherhood like maybe some of the things that you didn't expect in motherhood because that's important too yeah I think kids need to know about that more yeah because they just see the whole taking care of something that's Kenny like if I get Kenny a pet she'll stop the whole little child talking <laughs> Kenny just wants something to take care of and that's a that's beautiful because she lets me know that she has a great nurturing side to her Caring, and she wants right. to yeah, care for something um, and want that something to care for her in, in the same regards. So I get it. I definitely get it. Um, but a pet, <laughs> you know, that takes commitment from you also. So yeah. we're not there. I'm not there for that, that commitment yet. I told her we're going to revisit that next year when we um, we're able to, you know, hopefully talk on a different level. And she'll be double digits, so right. you know, that's a big, big deal. It's better than just saying straight out no, because I remember, I remember my one of my uh, family members or somebody I know, little kid, they was asking for a cat, and one of my family members was like, no, 
<laughs> like nah, like nah, <laughs> nah. We don't even we don't do cats. We don't do that. And I'm just like, you know, like still it's still carrying on the same, you know, those same patterns of like I don't even know why black people are so scared of cats or like why some black people are scared are scared of cats. Um, but like you don't wanna keep enforcing and like continuing those same old like weird even those weird things, like being scared of cats, you know, like we shouldn't be afraid of cats. If, if you know, I just feel like be more open minded to your kids' choices and the things that they want within their lives because I mean it just shows them that it's attainable. Telling the child they can't have a cat at such a young age, it, I mean, I just I would want I, I only could think about how that makes them feel, especially without any reasoning. No reasoning, no nothing, just nah, we don't do that. Or I don't like cats. And um, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not saying that parents have to just take everything into consideration and everything has to be a choice with your child. No, but even just allowing a little bit of freedom is beneficial to a child's confidence, to a child's health. You don't want to feel like you're in a prison system or that someone controls you. Like you, <laughs> you got you got on this earth just to be controlled, you know, like for someone yeah. else. For someone to control your passions and control your mindset and to control um, your actions and what you want to do. I just, like you said, I don't like that. I don't feel like that's why we're here to control our kids and to monitor everything that they do and to try to, um, you know, like, yeah, we want to protect them, but there's it's a difference between protecting and like just full out control and just not taking kids feelings and thoughts and emotions into consideration um and yeah like it's important that we do that especially if we want to create a, a generation or a future where kids don't feel like they have to um like depend on anyone or feel like they have to you know follow in someone else's footsteps or you know like if we continue to have this uh, kids stay in this place, or they don't have no thoughts, feelings, emotions, or we ain't not, we're not gonna go by their choices. Then I think society will just stay the same, you know. And we complain about society so much how things need to change, but the change starts within the individual families. Change starts within yourself first. Like change starts within you. Change starts within your kids. Change starts within your family. The way that you handle situations, the way that you talk to people, the way that you treat your kids, those are the changes that will start you know, the big change, but we got to change, you know, first within ourselves. Of course, of course. And you definitely, <laughs> and it's funny because um, Kenny, my mom just had that cat conversation. My mom talking about how she don't do cats and all this stuff. And uh, that's, that's funny. Like, because <laughs> that, yeah, literally just happened. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I tell people all the time, like, you don't want to put your fears on, on your kids. Yes. Like, you don't want to have your kid, like, because you don't like something or because you had a bad experience with something or because, you know, you feel this way about something, then they need to feel that way about it, too. Oh, look, you, Kenny was the reason why I overcame my little fear of bugs, girl, because she had me out here. I remember we were driving. Kenny was probably, like, one at a time. Oh, this girl said... <laughs> hands me a wasp like puts it in my hand while I'm driving I'm like I said what do you what do you have back there and I just put my hand back without looking and girl she puts it in my hand out oh my god (laughs) everything in me to not lose my mind abandon the car and the child with it because like what are you doing but just 
like me knowing and being conscious of the fact that I don't want them fearing things just because I fear it. Like yeah. I had to overcome my little bug thing quick. Like, girl, I was, you couldn't tell like how I was prior to Kenny, like total opposite of what I am now. And even telling Kenny, I said, like, we were at the park yesterday and she over there killing ants. And I said, don't kill them. I leave right. Them <laughs> Now I'm being an activist for it. Activist for insects. We're in their environment. You leave them alone right now. You leave them alone. If you don't want to be in their home, you go sit in the car. (laughs) You leave them alone. Those are my friends now. But yeah, I I did. I overcame my little um, because I just I've just always and always want to remain conscious of the the fact that I have two little people that are just looking at me in regards to everything like everything from like Simone like just speaking to people um like how I lotion my body like everything everything and so just knowing that and, and being aware of that and making sure I play my part in that because I'm just here to be their guides. Like I am here. I can't make the choices for them. I tell them that all the time. And yes. that's what leads to deep conversations or is talking on topics and um, reflecting on, you know, choices that have been made that aren't necessarily favorable and things of that nature and what we learn from them. But just being conscious of the the role that you're playing in these little people's worlds is really big. And I don't want to control them. <laughs> I don't want to control or instill them. fear in them. Cause I had a moment yesterday that I'm very proud of myself because for some reason I have like a fear of trash cans. I don't like trash cans. Like it just give me this icky feeling and all the flies and stuff, all the bugs. I just be like, oh, like it's so disgusting. And my daughter, she was picking up trash yesterday. We was cleaning up our backyard, getting ready for gardening and stuff. Um, we was picking up some trash and stuff that my dog had. And so she was um, like, okay, I got to throw this in the trash can. She picked it up. Something just, something, uh, some old toy, I guess, picked it up. And she was head, she was about to head to the trash can and throw it away. And in a split second, I wanted to say something. Like, I really wanted to be like, no, Kanye, don't go throw it away. But that's my fear. That's not her fear. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I really was like, yo, I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Because why would I want her to be scared of a trash can? Like, I don't even know where I got that fear from, <laughs> to be honest. So it's like, yeah, like those things, like even just those things where it's like you got to catch yourself because you'll you'll say something quick it'll be something quick Mm -hmm. and then that and that what you said will have an impression on your child for the rest of their life and I don't want my daughter to be scared of a trash can or like you said insects anything that I used to have because I I honestly you can can ask my cousin I used to be scared of insects like I'm not anymore that's why I love growth and I love to sit back and think about the things that I've grown oh I'm like yeah I used to be scared Mm -hmm. of a lot of things (laughs) like I had a lot of fears and some of those fears are so petty to me now. I'm like, why was I so scared of these things? And I'm just grateful to out have out had to have outgrown those things, and then to really just do the the work so that I'm not placing fear on my daughter for no reason. Because I swear I wanted to be like, no, don't go throw it in the trash can. <laughs> like, leave the trash can alone. But like to see her just walk up there and just throw it in there, it's just like, okay, she bold. Like that helped mm-hmm. me. And I don't like literally. <laughs> 
like, that helped me. Like, she just went up and threw it in the chair. I was like, okay. Like, I just, I need to be more strong. She can do it. She can do it. It didn't get her. It didn't get her. Nothing happened to her. The same thing with the water. Like, my daughter wants to swim. And I would be so, I would be there. Like, I would be wrong if I was like, nah. Nah, we ain't doing that. Just because I don't like to swim. You know, like, I don't know how to swim. I don't like to swim. But she's, you know, when when I allow her to make choices and when I allow her to be her, it helps you to grow. It really does. It helps you to heal and to grow because all I know is when we do start these swimming lessons, I'm going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't just leave my child there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not doing that. That's not going to be my story. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, but that's not going to be my story. I'm going to be there with her. And, I'm, and I feel like, you know, I'll learn how to swim. And it's going to be something that we do together. But she's super ready. Like, she be wanting to dive in. We went to the dolphin. She's like, I want to dive in. And I'm like, you're really not scared of the water. Like, that's what's up. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, okay. You want to dive in? Okay. <laughs> so it makes me want to be fearless as well. And if I'm telling her to be fearless, I have to, you know, I have to show that. So yeah. it's a lot of times where I'm pump faking and I'm 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 being I'm fake with my courage, but I do it before her. You can say I do it for her. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, that's everything. That is I that's I'm really proud of my sister. Um I have a little sister that doesn't swim, but her her daughter knows how to swim. And I was like, that was really big because that could have been a fear that she put on her. Um, because she <laughs> my sister told you quick, I don't do the water. <laughs> you know, right. I'm just, I'll go to the pool with you, but I'm not getting in. <laughs> like, right. You know, so it is that's really, really important. That's really important. Um, allowing our kids to experience things in their own um way, in their manner, without you having to put your little two cent. Yes, <laughs> into what you think about it, how you feel about it, what you don't like, what you right. do like. Like, yeah, just let them, let them, because that's the, like, that really does shape their mind when hearing, oh, that's gross. Oh, I don't like that. Or, you know, like, oh, I don't like it either, mom. I don't, you know, I don't like right. it. I don't want to do that either. Like, that's, that's a big thing. So parents definitely have to be more conscious of what they're, what likes and dislikes they're putting on their kids. Um, and stop counting stuff out because you know they don't like my mom was like shocked that the girls eat oatmeal because I don't eat oatmeal like <laughs> girl that's why I started eating oatmeal kind of love oatmeal yeah I, I tasted <laughs> it more like but I still like don't like it um I'll put oats in my uh smoothies but yes it's, it's just the texture and just the way it looks has never been my cup of tea but the girls do eat oatmeal they love oatmeal um so yeah it's yeah I don't know breaking the cycles always breaking the always cycles. always breaking the cycles being conscious and intentional about our parenting and what we want to make sure we carry into the future yeah, it's not about being perfect. It's not perfect parenting, but conscious parenting. Just being aware. I feel like if we take those steps to just be more aware every day, be more, you know, be more aware, tap into ourselves. Um, yeah. it'll it'll it will be better parents. Yeah. They're watching. That's the thing. They are watching. Um, 
And then they're going to learn and take away things that they do want to um, learn from you or want to hold from you or a lot of stuff that they don't want to be like because of how it made them feel or how, you know, what they got from it. So it's our choice to decide which which model we want to be. So get to modeling. Why you clean that house? <laughs> right. Right. No, you gotta real. do all the things and still clean up. If you're <laughs> able to downsize, and I think I even have a little thing. Um, I know I have it on the app where keep it um yeah, it's like keep it simple or like something about less like, mess. Oh yeah, less, I, yes, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um less stress. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> because it does, it really it does. does. Um so like if you need to declutter or get rid of some stuff, like if you haven't touched the outfit in over a year, like you've gone through all four seasons and you ain't touched <laughs> it, let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let Give it, it away. Go. Um so yeah, I like I like this one, Aaliyah. I like this one. Yeah, <laughs> this is a beautiful conversation. And plus it's springtime, yes. you know, you don't want to carry in old I'm baggage. Cleaning. Right, you don't want to carry old baggage into a new season. Yep. New year, new me. Right. (laughs) New year, new me. Like, for real, for real, it is a new me, though. I used to couldn't stand that. Like, oh, it's the same. Y'all the same people. But to be (laughs) honest, like, if we really think about it, each year, it is. it should be a new us. You know, like, each year, because we've never even experienced this year. So it is a new, it's a new year. It is a new us, you know? So I embrace that more. I'm like, okay, it is a new me. I'm shedding off my old layer from last year or my old layer from last month. And I'm heading to a new month. I think that if we start seeing each new month as like a new us, a new beginning, a start fresh, or even each day, um, that also helps. Yeah, like that also helps us with your mindset. Because it all starts with mindset. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Everything starts in the mind. You got to make those choices. No one else can make them for you. So, want different? Do different. Be the change always because the power is within you. Everything lies in you. Um, everything you need to be great, everything you need to do great and show great, it all lies within you. And you making those conscious decisions to, okay, I'm breaking this cycle or, okay, I want to do this or I'm going to show them this. You just got to do it. That's all. And you can, because you're amazing. Remember that. Know that. Own that. You are. Yes. Goodness. But yeah, I think that's, that's it for today. That was a great conversation. Miss spring pollen trying to get me snotty. It's happening to us all. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yes. Let us get the shout out. If you have not already checked out our homeschool, yokidsexpo.com website, please check it out. Like Aaliyah said at the beginning, we are looking for sponsors, donations, um, looking for speakers, exhibitors, um, anyone who wants to be a part, just let us know. Volunteers, of course. Um, we are coming to seven different locations. And we want everyone, um, everyone to partake 
in this greatness because it is going to be great it is going to be great um some of our exhibitors are Go right living, loving literacy authors. I made a list, y'all. Homeschool movement, <laughs> Bright Start Math, Arizona Family for Home Education, Cyberize It, God's Cool Creations, Great Minds Virtual, um, Montrose. I don't know why I want to put, but it's Montrose Biology. Um, Fit Goddess Tribe. Family Success Association. Those are some of our exhibitors to check out. Um, get your name on the list. Add to. Yeah. We would love to see you all either as speakers, exhibitors, sponsors, or guests. But like she said, get your name on the list or get your ticket today. Yes. And know that we meet every Monday. Um we have a community meetup that's on Zoom. The link is available on the website also, homeschoolyourkidsexpo.com. So come check that out and come and just chill and chat with us. We enjoy all our company that does come. Um, we have some great conversations. Last Monday was pretty deep. Like we got a little deep. Yeah, we had some, a real, like, not for real. I really appreciate that community because I feel like I needed that on Monday. Um, yeah. And it was funny because... I had I had got a I had got this message where it was like it's okay to grieve even trees cry, and I was like I needed that you know like I really needed that because I sometimes I feel weird trying to express myself to people and I'll just you know grieve on my own but sometimes you need support you know like you yes. definitely need support a village people you can talk to. Community is necessary, um, even though like you know a lot. A lot of our societal norms have been set for individualism and people doing things on their own and all this good stuff. But I really, I've always been an advocate for village. Um, we do need a village, definitely. So, come and join. Come and join our village. Um, what else? Oh, follow us on social media. At- Yes, follow at homeschool homeschool your kids educational pod and then at homeschooling mama with style. That's my personal page. Yes, and that homeschool your kids. Um and I think that's a wrap. Is that it? Did I forget anything? That's all folks. All right, y'all have a beautiful day. Thank you, thank you. Peace.